Happy day. This is Dr. Mary Ann DiOrio, novelist and life coach, welcoming you to another episode of Winning with the Word. Today is Monday, July 10th, 2023, and this is episode number 27 of series 2023. This episode is titled, Signs and Seasons of Christ's Return. There is a very interesting scripture passage in Mark chapter 13, verses 28 and 29 that says this, Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that his, Jesus Christ's, return is very near, right at the door. Prophecy expert and teacher T.W. Tram has pointed out that summer, as used in this scripture, is a metaphor for the end times. Keeping this in mind, Tram discusses five signs of summer that indicate that our Lord Jesus is coming soon to take us home in the rapture. Let's take a look at these five signs. Number one, the eighth anniversary of the appearance of the Star of Bethlehem in 2015. July 1st of this year marked eight years since the Jupiter-Venus conjunction referred to as the Star of Bethlehem reappeared in 2015. While this recurrent conjunction is not necessarily rare, <coughs> excuse me, as Tram points out, the one that occurred in 2015 was unique in that it occurred on the Jewish Fall Feasts of Harvest. Also, like the original star of Bethlehem that appeared around 2 BC, this 2015 Bethlehem star was a rare triple conjunction that occurred in the constellation Leo or the Lion. It is this constellation that represents Jesus as the Lion of Judah, as we read in Revelation chapter 5, verse 5, where John writes, but one of the 24 elders said to me, Stop weeping. Look, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the heir to David's throne, has won the victory. He is worthy to open the scroll and its seven seals. Also, the appearance of the Bethlehem star in 2015 occurred in a sabbatical year, just as did the original Bethlehem star. The sabbatical year is the seventh of seven years during which the Israelites are not to plant crops, but to let the ground rest for a year. This command is found in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 3 through 5. For six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards and gather their crops. But in the seventh year the land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. Do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your untended vines. The land is to have a year of rest." So every seventh year, there was to be no planting or pruning of crops. The land was to rest. 
It is possible, as Tram points out, that the Bethlehem star and eclipses of 2015 were a seven-year warning about the sabbatical week that will begin in September of this year on Rosh Hashanah, September 15th through 17th. Number two, the full moon. On July 3rd of this year, the first full moon of summer appeared. This moon was a supermoon and indicates the type of moon that will usher in the return of the goodman of the house, namely Jesus Christ, as described in Proverbs chapter 7, verse 20. At the full moon, he, the goodman or husband, will come home. The full moon represents the bride of Christ prepared for the wedding. July's full moon is also called the buck moon. At this time of year, a buck's antlers come to full growth. In the, of, in the Song of Solomon, excuse me, Jesus is described as a young buck or a stag. Tram also notes that the full moon is likewise referred to as the salmon moon, indicating that the fish have returned and are ready to be harvested. The fish represent the souls that need to be won for Christ. Jesus told Peter and the disciples that they would be fishers of men. Number three, the wedding sign. Two weeks after summer's first full moon, on July 16 and 17, the moon joins the sun in the constellation Gemini, the sign depicting the wedding union of the Messiah to his bride, the church. On July 18, the new moon, the bride moves into the constellation of Cancer, also known as the Sheepfold, which depicts the bride's eternal resting place in heaven, as foretold in John chapter 14, verses 2 and 3. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and welcome you into my presence so that you also may be where I am. Number four, the wedding anniversary of Ruth and Boaz. Ruth and Boaz were betrothed around Pentecost, but they did not consummate the marriage until the end of the harvest season. Although the exact timing of their wedding is not known, it is reasonable to believe that it occurred in July, around the time of the same wedding sign, when the harvest work in the fields is being completed. And number five, new wine. During the grape harvest, 50 days after Pentecost, the Jews observed a festival called the New Wine Festival. This year, Pentecost occurred on May 28th. If we count 50 days forward from May 28th, we reach July 17th. This is the same day on which the wedding sign mentioned above occurs. New wine is associated with the wedding between Christ and his bride. At the Last Supper, Jesus presented the disciples with a marriage contract and sealed it with wine. In Matthew 26, verses 27 through 29, we read, And he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and said, Each of you drink of it from it, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Mark my words, I will not drink wine again until the day I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Soon at the marriage supper of the Lamb, we shall drink this new wine with our Lord Jesus.
Will you be at that marriage supper? How can you be sure? You can be sure by being born again. Only those who have been born again by repenting of their sin and accepting Jesus as Savior will be at that marriage supper. If you have not yet done so, I urge you to do so now by praying this simple prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I repent of my turning back on you. I repent of rebelling against you and your word. I ask you to forgive me and to cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I acknowledge you as the only one who can save me. I invite you into my life now to be my Savior and my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. Amen. If you have acknowledged that you are a sinner, if you have repented of sinning against the Most High God, And if you have received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, you are now a born-again child of God. Welcome to the family. Write to me at info at maryandiorio.com and request my free e-booklet titled, After You're Born Again. It will help you get started in your exciting life journey with Jesus. My featured book for this month is The Iron Saint, Preparing the Church for Persecution. It is a book that I wrote in 2021 at the command of the Lord to prepare his church for persecution. I urge you to purchase yourself a copy at the link below and to get one for your pastor and the elders of your church. Also, I invite you to visit my website bookstore at maryandiorio.com slash book dash table for a wonderful selection of books, both fiction and nonfiction, to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. You can also keep updated on new releases in my writing ministry by subscribing to my monthly author newsletter at the link below. Finally, you can learn more about T.W. Tram and his teachings on the end times at his website, theseasonofreturn.com. Until next time, remember that God loves you just as you are and just where you are and that he will help you to keep on winning with the word.